What's up, losers? I am Luke, and this is Luke Loses. Now, when I say loser, I say it with love. It's a term of endearment. Because we are losing the weight, we're losing the unhealthy lifestyle, and we're losing the negative image we have for ourselves. Please remember that I don't have any fitness or nutrition education. Everything I talk about here is from asking people questions, searching the internet, and my own personal experiences. So before I get into today's episode, I do want to talk about another podcast that I've been listening to. It's called Rebuilding Mindsets, and I listen on Spotify, but I believe they are on Anchor and Apple as well. And I think their podcast can go really well with what I'm doing here and especially with today's episode. So the Rebuilding Mindset podcast is about helping people unlock their potential by getting rid of our personal beliefs and fears that we develop throughout our lives that limit us. They also provide practical steps that will help people shift into a positive mindset in order to have a better quality of life, from building better relationships to personal growth and discovery. They do cover a lot of ground over there. I do recommend checking them out. I have been listening to a couple of their episodes. They don't have a whole lot, but what they do have is very informative. All right, so for today's episode, since it's February and Valentine's Day is next weekend, I figured it was only fitting to ask my wife to be a guest on the show. So, wife, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Cheyenne. I'm Luke's wife. Thanks for having me on the show, babe. Just so you guys know, I'm pretty nervous and I'm I'm not really good at talking in, into microphones and stuff. So, yeah. That's okay, babe. I'm nervous too when I do these, so don't tell anyone, okay? Well, now they all know. So I asked you to come on the show to talk about what it's like being with somebody who's morbidly obese and your side of it as a spouse. All right, let's do this. My first question is, out of all the Valentine's Day presents I've gotten you, what is your favorite? I can't say that I remember all of them, but if it was glittery and shiny, I promise I loved it. I'll write that down and I've got to run to the store. I'm just kidding. I already got your present. I know we've had this conversation before, and it's going to sound repetitive to both of us, but I feel what we have to say could be beneficial to people that listen to this podcast. Absolutely. So real quick, I don't know if you know this, but whenever I buy you Valentine's Day candy or any candy, I know what kind of candy you like. And sometimes I get the things that you don't like or the variety pack that's got the coconut and the strawberry or the cherry cream or the nuts because I know you won't eat them, but I will. Actually, no, I didn't know that, but it makes sense now that you say it. I know you've talked about it before that it's not about my weight. You've said that you don't have a problem with me being big. If I was 600 pounds and healthy, you would be perfectly fine with that. Definitely. I remember those conversations. Can you go into a little bit more detail and explain it a little bit, what you mean by that? Right. So it took a while, I remember, for me to really come to this conclusion and be able to have this discussion with you because before it was always your weight is in the way, your weight is in the way. But once we were able to be honest with each other, it, was, it wasn't it was so much that your your weight is a problem, it's that what your weight is preventing you from being able to do with me and with the kids and all together as a family. Right. Yeah, no, that's understandable. I definitely get where you're coming from. 
being with me, not being with somebody who's morbidly obese, but being with me morbidly obese, what would you say the hardest part of that relationship is? Um, For me, I would say the hardest part of being in a relationship with you specifically, um, being morbidly obese, is your own personal views about yourself and how it would get in the way of us getting ready to have a good time or being in public really just got in the way of everything. Yeah. So like when we would go out, you knew that it was going to be a bad night because I'm concerned. Oh yeah. I definitely anticipated having issues before we even went out. Yeah. I've, I've talked about the mental health a little bit, like the anxiety. And I believe it was in my second episode with COVID being around and my weight. We haven't been able to go out lately, but when we did go out, what are some of the things that you love that my weight would prevent us from doing? Um, a couple of things come to mind. The biggest one for me, I would say, is being able to go out dancing. I mean, I remember there's times where I wanted to get out on the dance floor with you and you protested pretty, pretty big. Yeah, I remember... Like, I would tell my friends to go dance with you, and you would tell me, I don't want to dance with them. I want to dance with you. When I would tell you that I don't want to embarrass you, like, you would tell me that they don't matter. You're here with me. Let's have a good time. And I wouldn't let that happen because mainly my anxiety because of my weight. Yep. I remember those discussions pretty vividly because we would kind of argue about it a little bit. And then, like, one other thing that came to mind is I started looking for places that we could sit that I knew you weren't going to have a fit about at restaurants. Yeah, because when we go out, we've been to those restaurants where the tables don't move, and it's so much anxiety because is my belly going to fit in that booth? So you'd got to the point where you knew what to look for, and when we went out, you would make sure we were able to sit there. Yep. It's an embarrassing story, and I'm going to talk about this. Um, We do photography, like with our phones, we do mobile photography. We go out, do it's our date, right? So we went out one day, and then we decided to get something to eat from a little gas station that, you know, made food. And I tried sitting in the booth, and I couldn't. Like I had to sit on the edge, and my belly was hanging over the table. Cheyenne didn't notice it right away. And I kept saying, let's go, let's go out to the car, let's eat out there. And she's like, well, I want to eat inside. So I gave in and she could see me getting more and more uncomfortable. And then she noticed it. And for me, that was one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. Not the way that you made me feel, but you noticing it. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. But it's also like, it's a frustration on my side too, because, you know, I, I don't know why I didn't notice it before. And it's just a hard place to be in, in a relationship like that. Right. So is there anything that is difficult for you being with me working on these changes, whether it's my mental health or my weight, eating the gym, so on and so forth? Is there anything that's difficult for you as a spouse? I wouldn't say difficult necessarily, but I would say it's, Definitely something that I need to keep in mind when I talk about food even or, you know, what are we going to eat? I try to think about 
things that are going to be helpful to you and not harmful and try not to be selfish and just do what I want to do. Here's a trigger warning if anybody's listening that doesn't want to hear me talk about food, but Cheyenne is obsessed with tacos, nachos, burritos. Now we, we had to, at our wedding, we'll talk about our wedding a little bit. Um, it was a beautiful wedding. It was in this barn from, I think, the 1800s. We were dressed up nice. It was great. Our food, what we served to our guests, was a taco bar. And it was delicious. Yeah, we had tacos for a week after the wedding, and you were in heaven. And me, after like the third day, I'm like, this is horrible. I'm miserable. So we weren't able to go on our honeymoon, but getting to eat tacos and nachos for like a week and a half kind of made up for that <laughs> yeah i guess for you yeah. <laughs> with me losing over 50 pounds so far and working on my physical health as well as my mental health what changes have you seen in me and what changes have you seen in our relationship i guess specifically changes i've seen in you are uh, your self-image you don't get down about yourself as much as you used to and you know, if even if you do, like, you don't let it weigh you down. And you talk to me about it, and we kind of move on. So it's easier for us to have a good time now. For example, recently we went to the casino and got to see John Michael Montgomery live. And we just, we had a really good time, and there were no negative feelings or stress worrying about your weight. Yeah, it was a great time, and I... I didn't have any insecurities that night. The only negative side was the long drive being cooped up in the car for, I think it was what, six hours altogether. Yeah. About that. But the podcast that we found made up for it, right? Yeah. Dumbing it down with Dave. I love listening to him. He cracks me up. Yeah. So I'll do a, a quick plug for dumbing it down with Dave. He is the fastest podcast on earth. He records his episodes while in his car on his way to and from work. And it's about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. If you haven't heard it, definitely check it out. He's, he's a great dude. I, I really enjoy listening to him. Just the way he talks about things is pretty awesome. I, I love it. So dumbing it down with Dave, check him out. He's on Spreaker as well. Same platform as me. So now I want to talk about the food addiction and my binge eating aspect of the relationship. Before we realized that it was an addiction, and I actually had a, I say in quotes, um, a description of what I'm doing. And it's not just, oh, I'm enjoying eating. We, we both thought that I just had to eat less and everything would be all right. I could lose weight. And it's not like that at all. Knowing what we do, we, we Google things, we watch videos, I, I do tons of research, she sends me videos, I send her videos on it. Knowing what we know now, how do you feel it's different from what we thought before? Well, before I definitely had a hard time understanding like, why, why do you have to put more food in your mouth? Why can't you just stop? Just stop putting food into your mouth and I just didn't understand why it was so hard if you were really trying why is this so hard and I just chalked it up to he doesn't really want to do this 
And now that I know the addiction aspect of it, I realize it's deeper than that. Yeah, much, much deeper. And looking back now, I think it would be or would have been a lot easier if we had just been honest with each other. You know, if he had just said, I can't stop. And we could have looked into that. We could have tried to figure out why a long time ago. But now that we know what what's going on, we can pass that information along to others and hopefully they can figure things out a lot faster than we did. Yeah, definitely. And you will not be able to lose this weight if you have a food addiction and a binging problem. If you're not 100% honest with yourself and your spouse and you are not 100% honest with each other. Because how many times did I keep my eating habits away from you? Honestly, I don't even know because I've only just recently started learning that you were hiding food from me. And I guess I kind of always knew you must have been hiding it because really I didn't see you eating as much as it seemed like you must have been because of your weight gain. But you started telling me some of the examples of when you would hide food from me and it was surprising. Right, like going to the getting pizza and buying the cheesecake. The I would buy two cheesecakes, and sometimes I'd buy one for you and one for me, and sometimes I'd come home and be like, oh, I got you cheesecake, I'm not eating one. But then other days, neither cheesecake would make it home. I didn't have a spoon, so I was using a keychain that I found in the car that wasn't clean, but I had to, I had to have it, I had to eat it. Right. I uh, I remember you telling me that story and it it really did shock me because why? Why did you feel the need to do that? And over the months of us going through this, I've learned to understand that you really can't help yourself. And we we could have avoided a lot of this stuff in the past if you had just been honest with me. And I could have helped you a lot sooner. Right. And th- the way that you're helping me now is amazing. Like Thanksgiving. Um, we talked about this the other day where I, we, I sat at the table and we both did because we were waiting for the kids to be done and I kept eating. I'd reach over and grab something or like I was, like you said, I was eyeballing everything on that table. Right. I remember you were just like, eyes wide just looking at every piece of food on the dinner table and I just realized like okay well we can't sit here and wait for the kids to be done we need to get away from the table and so that's what we did I was just like hey let's go sit down and watch tv together right and thankfully we did that because I would have binged that night if a spouse came up to you and said my husband or my wife is morbidly obese and I feel they might have a food addiction or a binge eating problem or any of the other things that I've got going on, what kind of advice could you give them? What would you tell that person to do? I guess I would really just want the spouse to understand that the person who is going through those struggles needs to understand that they have a safe space in you, that they can be honest about their troubles and their obsession if that's what they have. And that's the, really the first step to being able to get better. Yeah. With me, before I told you everything, I was terrified to tell you, I felt like I couldn't tell you, uh, yeah, I had 
$25 worth of McDonald's today and then came home and ate. Like, how could I tell you that? You know what I mean? Like, you would be ashamed of me. I can't say that I would be ashamed. I can't promise that I wouldn't be upset or disappointed, but at least you would have been being honest with me and then we could deal with the issue together and nothing would be hidden because I think a lot of my frustration came from you hiding a lot of stuff and me just thinking you weren't trying. So I want to touch base on where we are at now as a couple and I can speak for myself that I feel like our relationship's better than it's ever been. I would have to agree. Like going back to you talking about dancing, uh, we didn't go out and do it, but the other day I was feeling good and I turned on the radio and I danced for like what, 20 minutes. And every time you walked past me, I'd grab you and start dancing with you. And we had a good time. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. One thing that you and I have also been doing is couples therapy. I feel that it has made so much of the difference in our relationship. Absolutely. And I mean, I can't speak for anybody else specifically, but really, I mean, we really didn't know where to start and how to fix things. And honestly, I don't know how anybody else could do it alone. I mean, she brings so much knowledge and impartialness that there's no sides and she's just there to help us see things for what they really are and 100% honesty. And she also specializes in rebuilding relationships and she knows a lot about food addiction. So it's a win-win with her. One of the last topics that I want to talk about is what I need from my spouse in this journey. And I think the biggest thing is patience because if you didn't have the patience that you do, it would be a train wreck. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. And patience is a lot easier when your spouse is being honest with you. So I know we bring this up a lot, but honesty, that 100% honesty that we keep saying is really where the root of the healing begins. And I've said it before on the topic of 100, but uh, it's not a 50-50 relationship. You don't give 50%. I don't give 50%. We both give 100%, right? Yeah. And it works. So I have one more question for you. Are you ready? Yeah. Cheyenne, Mm -hmm. will you be my Valentine? Of course. Thank you. All right, Cheyenne, I appreciate you coming on. I had a really good time, and I feel like we talked about some good topics that could help some people out. So thanks again. As for my weigh-in today, I have been going to the gym. I've been watching what I eat pretty strict, and I know the past two weeks I've been gaining. I gained uh, one pound each week. So let's just hop on the scale and see where I'm at today. So it says 366 pounds, so I am down four pounds from last week. I am, I think, two pounds down from my lowest that I've been this time. And I'm excited about that. I'm happy and I'm ready to keep going. So that's that. Thanks for listening. Um, If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review. Give me some stars. If you listen on Spreaker, 
Leave me a comment. Leave me a like. One thing that will help the show out more than anything is sharing this episode. So whether you share it on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or tag me, whatever the case may be, share it with somebody that you feel could benefit from what it is that I talk about here. It would be much appreciated. Again, my email is lukeloses.card.co. That is C-A-R-R-D dot C-O. It's got all my social media links as well as other platforms you can find this podcast. Thank you again for listening. Until next time, do the work, trust the process, and I will see you next week.